So guys, I did something last weekend that I'm not sure I've ever done before, but I ended up quite enjoying. Saw your first James Bond movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I went to the movies by myself. Oh my goodness. You went to the movies. Have you, you've never been to the movies by yourself? I can't, I can't think of, I, I feel like I must've been, but I can't think of a time that I have been. Uh, have you ever been to the that, movies by yourself, Willie? Yeah, yeah. Last time I did, it was uh, Captain America Civil War. Okay. That's not that long ago. How about years you? ago or so? You've definitely been, been, been to the I've, movies. I've been to the movies by myself many, 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 many times. Um, but I don't know when the last time was, if I'm being honest. It was probably a while ago. I mean, trick question. When was the last time you went to the movies? Yeah. Uh, the last time I went to the movies was, I'm trying to think if there was a time after this. I don't think so. I think it was for Rise of Skywalker. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, so December, 2019, basically. I'm sorry. I couldn't ride shotgun with you, Paul. What'd you say? I saw Ghostbusters afterlife. All right. Uh, you, you really wanted to see this movie. I did. And it, the, the marketing really spoke to me it felt like specifically we should um, preface we should preface that you know you went to see this before omnicrom and all that and all that craziness showed up right oh, oh yeah God. yeah yeah um <laughs> yes that's right um because who knows when this episode comes out yeah yeah and uh, i went when people were, were it was still reasonably safe to go to the movies um there was before i tell you about the movie i'll tell you about the experience um i was the only person wearing a mask um, but the movie had reserved seating. Um, so I was able to ensure that I sat far away from everybody. And there was three other parties that were there. Um, and one was like 10 teenage girls um, who were talking the whole time such that the other people there were yelling at them. Okay. And <laughs> at any given time, two of them were out of the theater doing something else. And then they would come back and like two or three more would leave and then come back. And about 45 minutes into the movie, they all left and didn't come back. Amazing. I kind of think that they, so here's what I think happened. Oh, I want you guys to take a guess why, what you think was going on. So a bunch of girls that were, you know, I'm going to say like in the 14 to 16 inch uh, uh, age range. Inch. <laughs> Very short. Yes. Um, like little hummels walking into a movie theater. Little garden gnomes. That's right. <laughs> right. Who, who came to a PG-13 movie and then left about 45 minutes in. Uh, they wanted to see the new Scream movie. Is that a movie? Is that is that out? They Not wanted. Yet. They, they basically January. came to see. They came to see a rated R movie, and they went and hopped in the PG 30, 13 movie, and then bounced out to go see it. That's exactly what I think happened. They had. They yeah, could only which, get tickets to which a movie. PG-13. Is that? I don't. I don't know. Is uh, it is that is that out now with the clown? No, no, what? that no, was out that was a while ago. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. F nine must be F nine. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we have no sense of what's in yeah we have no sense of what's in theaters apparently yeah i wonder what that is i'm i'm very intrigued now as to like what r-rated movie is currently was out that a bunch of 14 and 15 year olds wanted to see, really wanted to go see it seems really um like an antiquated thought or game plan i feel like Two at a time, they were like TikToking or some shit in the hallway, and everybody realized TikTok was more fun than the movie. But I do think that's what they were doing. I mean, I think 
I mean, maybe they just hated the movie, although it was an outside movie theater not attached to a mall or anything. So I don't mm-hmm. know where else they could have gone. But maybe they decided it was more fun to hang out in the lobby for the next hour than <laughs> to watch this movie. <laughs> I I cannot figure out for the life of me what movie they would have possibly been going to see. That would have been like the only thing I can come up with is House of Gucci, which seems very unlikely. <laughs> Got well, some big Gaga I, fans in that age bracket. <laughs> I will say this. It is possible that they just straight up hated the movie. And the reason that I say that is because I really I really enjoyed the movie, but this is like the narrow cast like the most narrowly targeted movie I could think of. Where you like, really um, had to be, you really had to be me to like this movie. Like you really had was, to like that, grow up. Go ahead. That was very much the impression I got, like looking at the, uh, you know, looking at like the marketing and all that and the trailers. It was kind of like it's like, well, this feels so geared at like nostalgia for like like, us. Yeah, like 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 35 to 55 year olds, basically, like people were in like a certain range when Ghostbusters came out or shortly after it in the 80s, you know, um when I watched it with Nolan, he was like, did you know what Stay Puff was? And I was like, no, I've never, I didn't even know what Stay Puff was back then. Yeah. I assume yeah. that kids today are just like, what the fuck are these little marshmallow men? I mean, that's, yeah, what, we, totally. that's what we said. So the, the way I think about this movie is, but at first I thought this was the, um, the force awakens of ghostbuster movies. Um, but it's okay. not, it's actually the Superman returns of ghostbuster movies. Um, Where have you been, guys? Yeah, a little bit, and it's like it, in in the in so much as like it is, you know, it's a sequel of of something that's really old, you know, from the eighties, and there is that similar retread, and it's really a nostalgia grab. Like it's it would this would be a really hard jumping off point for anyone who had never like grown up with Ghostbusters, honestly. Hmm. Uh, how much, and I don't care, you can spoil this for me, how much are the old dudes in this? Because they really hand-waved over it in the trailers, and I'm really hopeful that Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd are in this a lot, and Ernie Hudson for that matter. Um, so I would say the the surviving cast of Ghostbusters is in this movie for about 10 minutes. That's a bummer. Um, and it's about the, it's the worst 10 minutes of the movie. Oh. Oh, is it like really like treacly or kind of like, like not integrated well? No, it's a little bit like, it's a little bit like, I don't believe the physicality of these people because they look like fucking walking death and they're, and and I don't believe what they're supposed to be doing physically in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of like an action scene. I take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not what I would have expected. Bill Murray doing push-ups and jumping jacks, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I, I mean, to be fair, um, you know, Bill Murray. I, listen, I love Bill Murray. I don't know what's happened to him in the last few years. He just looks like he's melted, um, and <laughs> he he just looks fucking frail in this movie. He really does. Still the other two look good. Makeup from Zombie Land. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, the other two look good, and um, so it was. It was you know, 
they show up exactly where, if you watch the movie, where you would expect them to and do exactly what you would expect them to do. And it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> but the rest of the movie, I have to say, like, it really, it, it works so far as, like, it is a, it's, there's a lot of, like, rehash of the original plot, but in a way that actually makes sense. Um, and it's, you know, it's got, I think what saved the movie is the casting of the kids. All of, like, there's, you know, Egon's grandkids, um, and a few other kids in the movie too. And they, they are what made this movie work for me. I, the other I thing, read that yeah. one of the kids, uh, insists on being referred to as podcast. Is that correct? That is correct. And that kid is <laughs> fucking hysterical. All right. Well, good for him then. <laughs> I was ready to hate that kid. Um, yeah. but he's really funny. <laughs> All right. Okay. Good for podcast. Um, Oh, it does have the kids from Stranger Things in it, no? It's got the one, right? It's got it's got Mike, whatever, Finn, Finn, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Okay. Whose podcast? Yeah. What's his deal? <laughs> Sorry, he, he's like this. <laughs> he's a twelve-year-old that has a podcast that's really his into is, it. His name is Logan Kim. He probably has more listeners than us. <laughs> well, I'm sure he well, does. That doesn't take much. The, 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 I'll say this: the movie does canonically establish that he has one. Okay, okay. I'll let you judge whether it's more or fewer than we do. I mean, we're um, not counting ourselves, right? It's the, it's the quality here. <laughs> if Vankman was our listener, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, it's true. The other thing, the and the other thing that I liked about the movie was, you know, this is like kids as Ghostbusters, right? And you're like, how could kids do this? They actually did the work to come up with a plot. It's like, all right, I could see how these people could do this thing. Like they have a decent amount of help. There's like a lot of existing structure that they kind of glom onto and use. And it's like, all right, this actually does kind of work. Hmm. It kind of leaves no room for a sequel, but it's okay. Um, it does totally work. Um, Was it funny? Because the, cause the um, it didn't seem trail. funny from the trailers. Yeah, we had a lot of debate was, about this yes. back and forth before you went to see this. Sounds like podcast was funny anyway. <laughs> this movie is funny in exactly the same way that Ghostbusters was funny, is what I would say. Oh. Well, it's good. Right. It, yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. I Ghostbusters was funny. It's not like laugh a minute like funny, but it's memorably funny. It's like it, it is quotably funny. Did you guys know this? Is that is that Ghostbusters two? I, we watch Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 back to back. Ghostbusters 2 is not a very good movie. I know people no. like it. It's not a good movie. No, no, no. no I, not we, at all. I knew that. It's, yes. I was very but, aware of that. But it's funnier than the first one. There's a lot more parts that were like, that's really funny. Fair. I'd have to I'd have to watch it again to remember. It's not a funny movie, I, I, but it's I, funnier I, than the first one. Yeah. I very much remember. So yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Like I, I would contend that like like like, like 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 it maybe has more jokes. Like totally. I feel like what's what's where Ghostbusters is funny. It's not really jokes. It's no, more it's, like Bill Murray is just kind of a funny guy. Like he yeah, just does things and they're funny. And I would say the same thing with Rick Moranis. And I right. feel like they're the two funniest parts of the original Ghostbusters. Absolutely. I also had forgot how good Rick Moranis was, and yeah, so you don't good. even think about him very much. Yeah, and then you're so like, oh my good. gosh, he made this movie. Yeah. But yes, I feel like um, Vankman was just all ad-libbing 
don't know. A couple wavy lines. Right. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, for anyone, if you are if you're a fan of the original Ghostbusters, this this I think this movie is definitely worth seeing. If for anybody else, no, you need to watch. You need to have watched at least the first Ghostbusters to watch this movie and and like it. Enjoy. If you thought it was if you thought it was blah, you're out. Yeah, you're gonna ever... get all of the same. Sorry, I was just gonna again hearkening back to a previous conversation we've had in this podcast. Do they do they make a deal in any way out of the fact that Paul Rudd's character is named Mister Gruberson? Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> okay, I mean, why name why name a character Mister Gruberson if you're never gonna comment on it? <laughs> yeah. They, I was they definitely do. Um, he's re- he's really good. He's he was, I mean, he was the right. He hit the right like level for a Ghostbusters movie. Insofar as like he wasn't, he didn't go full Rick Moranis in this movie. Um, but that wasn't really his role, right? He kind of went, he kind of went halfway. Um, he was kind of like the. He was kind of like, um, in 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 some ways, he was kind of like the Venkman of this movie. Insofar as like. He was there. He was like doing shit, but didn't really believe it. Um, like as it kind of as it was happening, and it was kind of like, and, it, and he was kind of like reacting to it in funny ways. Hmm. Interesting. So he's like, is he? I mean, I mean again, I'll, I'll watch this, but I don't really mind being spoiled. Like, was he kind of a Ghostbuster from what you were saying? Because that's not exactly what I would have expected, and it kind of sounds like maybe he was sort of, kind of. Sort of. So, all right. Uh, mild. This is very mild spoil- spoilers. But if you so, but if you don't want any any spoilers, you can turn off now. But he is a seismologist who comes to this town because it's having earthquakes, and he's trying to figure out why. And basically, he is the he's Mister Exposition because he's like the only person who remembers the Ghostbusters from the eighties, um, which seems and, weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind uh, of a uh, thing uh, where it's it, like it, it seems a little weird anyway. Maybe it's not so like weird, the, but the the kids all the kids' attitudes, which I kind of believed, was like, all right, this was kind of like something weird happened in New York in the eighties and like people are probably like really exaggerating what happened and like whatever. And like someone even someone even comments like that was twenty years before I was born. Like I don't really know <laughs> like like I don't know what to make of that, you know, kind of a thing. Um and you get the sense that like kids just aren't weren't interested in it. Um, we got that sense with your TikTok story. <laughs> <laughs> got that sense. I, I mean, the kids in that movie. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so he's he's along he's along for like I would say the first half of the ride of them like like figuring out Ghostbustery shit. Um, you ever think about you know these movies when there's like a disturbance in the in the force, whatever it may be? There's earthquakes or whatever. Who sends the seismologist? Does Paul Rudd just decide I'm really into earthquakes? I'm going to go investigate this shit all on his own dime. Like who, who sends these these dudes? Right? Or is well, he with an I think, institute? Or is he like with a university? Well, by factor of. By virtue of being a seismologist, he is into this shit by definition. But um, sure, but I mean, hey, it could just be his profession, buddy. They 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 establish in the movie that basically he's he's there on his own and he's actually like a summer school teacher to pay the bills. That's how he meets the kids. Um, but he's you know actually there to study you know what's going on in the town. 
Interesting. <laughs> Boy, this town has lots of earthquakes. I think I'll go teach summer school there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a Ghostbusters movie. What are you going to do? I was going to say, it's, it's, it's not the most implausible thing that comes up in these kinds of movies. With Slimer yeah. in it? Thankfully, no. I like Slimer. Oh, I don't. Well, wasn't uh, there's some other ghost in it, right? Gobbler was that his name? What's his name? He doesn't have a name in the movie, but he's um, like this depressing blue ghost thing, right? He's not depressing. He's 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 a blue ghost who eats metal. Is basically what he right. is. All right. Um, and they don't. The kids like don't really know what to call him. He's he's like the. I don't know how. I, I don't know if you guys care how much I spoil this or not. Not I mean, really. I don't care, but yeah, I'm gonna see it anyway. Yeah. He's like he's like the first ghost that they run into where they have to like figure out all the shit, you know, that's that they have and how to use how to use all the equipment and stuff. He's like the so he's, they need like a sh- slimer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that, he's not that's what slimer is in the first movie. No, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, not saying but, he's like slimer, I'm just saying that was their yeah. first thing, basically. Right. And he's, I would say he's in the movie as much as Slimer's in the first movie. Right, which is to say I kind of remember in the first movie, you know, they got the fire station and the required all types of power and the big and the big, you know, the containment pivot unit. in that movie is when they when they turned down, turned off the power for the containment unit because it was sucking all the city's power. How do they handle that with a bunch of kids in Podunk, whatever town, middle of the country? So, well, the premise of the movie is, you know, Egon's estranged daughter and her kids need somewhere to live so they move out to this farm that egon moved out to and nobody knows why he moved out there um and part of like there's so they find all this shit at the at the farm like the ectomobile and like there's proton packs and all this you know all the ghostbuster shit and and there's this big like weird power generator thing there mm. um and egon, that's where egon they why did that that shit yeah yeah but it's like it's not like it's not like the kids the kids don't like open a a ghostbusters business it's like there's a there's like a singular event that happens in the movie that they kind of deal with and that's it yeah that makes sense one i mean i i realize we're just asking you to just spoil more and more stuff so (laughs) but 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 the thing that occurs to me is it's like if the ectomobile and like all the ghostbusters equipment is over like i i could by, to some extent that Eon would have taken all that shit but it feels weird that Ray would have just let him like Ray seemed like the guy who was like the most into that shit so they, they did cover what it. happened to Ray yeah no I figured they would because that feels like a pretty obvious like thing to ask yep. basically what happened was like after Ghostbusters 2 the ghost business basically dried up um, and like it like tailed off and they and like one by one they had to like stop being ghostbusters to like pay the bills and like egon essentially became obsessed with something that like they they didn't understand and then egon and ray had a big falling out and you know egon took all the shit and and ray went off and did something else instead um and they basically like didn't talk for like the last 20 years of egon's life or whatever Wonder if that mirrors real life. Bummer. No, it it does with no, Bill Murray no. and, and Harold yeah. Ramis. Yeah. Bill Bill Murray and Harold Ramis didn't talk for a very long time because they got all uh, they got in big fights on Groundhog Day. Oh really? Yeah, apparently. 
such a good movie though yeah absolutely um yeah, so by the way, I, I don't mind if I don't mind if you spoil it. To me, this movie is straight up about execution. The plot is kind of secondary. That's we we how all I know feel too. it's in the middle so, of the country, and ghosts come out, and they got to put the ghosts away. Right. right. So there's one other thing worth there's one other thing worth spoiling, which feels weird to call a spoiler something that happens in the first thirty seconds of the movie. Um, <laughs> but I hadn't actually considered why this movie has the title that it has until Ghostbusters Afterlife. Is it called? Oh uh, yeah, it's a good point. Until I sat down and watched the movie, and the movie opens with the death of Egon. Um, right. I mean, I figured he was dead, but yeah, I didn't realize the movie would actually have him dying. I mean, he's in shadow. He never says anything. Um, you never really see his face, but you see like enough of his shape, and like especially his hair, that you're like, if you know, you're like, oh yeah, that's of course that's fucking Egon. Again, if you've mm. never seen Ghostbusters, I don't know what the fuck you would think of this. Um, <laughs> Because they play it for like a big, you know, it's a big dramatic moment, right? But that is the, like the event that starts the movie. Um, mm. So so from there, you can probably guess why it's called Afterlife. Yeah, fair enough. Interesting. I blame, I blame Egon for all the earthquakes then. Yeah. Like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, all I would too. All, all, all earthquakes are caused by Egon. Makes sense. Um tracks so yeah good flick fun flick it's it's a fun like saturday afternoon movie to watch but only if you've seen ghostbusters only if you've seen and and liked ghostbusters and liked ghostbusters right and don't have tiktok and there's no other rated r movies to see (laughs) i i uh i take back what i said about house of gucci i think i know if they went and saw a movie that was rated r i think i know which one it was what was the the new resident evil movie that seems like a, a very possible what? thing they might have gone and seen. Wow. I mean, it's even I more can't possible imagine. than House of Gucci, doesn't it? <laughs> I know, but I can't imagine like being like, oh, we're going to sneak into the Resident Evil. I mean, talk about other like fucking like franchises from 20 years ago that like kids today are going to be like, what even is that? I'm sure. I mean, unless it's still going and it's become it, it pulls a fast and the furious and like becomes amazing. And it's like 14th installment and becomes the thing that everybody wants to go see. Who knows what number they're on? It's got to be, I think, the fifth one. Six. Actually, fifth no, one. no, we, we, we went through this, right? Like there were nine of them, I think. And I can't God. remember if this is the ninth or if it's the 10th. Mila Jovich like just that. printing, printing the monies. She might not be in this one. Really? Yeah. I think it's I, I, I think it's a I reboot, right? Seeing. Yeah, <sighs> I think so. And I'm just trying to look. Are they still making? Oh, they are. Jesus, they just made the eighth video game of it too. Yeah, yeah, it was like a pretty big uh, hit. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking video games. <laughs> Is that what the kids call it these days? <laughs> Hits. That's right. It was a hit. <laughs> <laughs> that video game's gonna go platinum. 